Hi friends, this is your host Abigail and welcome to Unposh Thoughts. Just a little recap of last week's episode was about changing your mindset for 2022. Make sure to listen to that episode as I gave some wisdom and tips from a book that I have been reading and how I am putting them into practice. With that, I do want to say that if I sound weird, it's because I have seasonal allergies, and so those just kind of like come in and out as they please, so please bear with me as we go through this episode. Before I get started, I did want to say that this is all from my personal experience and my personal knowledge as a 21-year-old. I have not learned all of the things of adulting and nor will I ever, but as a 21-year-old and as a young adult, I do want to share my worries or things that make me feel uncomfortable regarding adulthood. Okay, so I have six things that I do want to talk about and they're all kind of separate but they all tie in together. So the first one is money and financial stability and what I want to say about this is that money consumes your life. It really does because As a kid, I never really realized that things cost money, especially living in a household where your parents provided everything, like they provided all the laundry detergent and, you know, the soap that you use and shampoo and all that other good stuff because you never had to buy it as a kid. When I got my first job, my parents always told me to save my money so that I could do the things that I want in the future. And now that I'm looking back on it, I really wish I would have saved more rather than spend so much money just because I realized that what I have now and like the goals that I had when I was younger were totally different. And so as an adult, I do wish I could have saved more, but that's just life and I have to keep working to make a living. Now, I want you to think about this in your own mind and like visualize it. So because everything costs money, I want to put it in a real context of where you can kind of see it in your life. Now, you might be thinking, why is she repeating this stuff? Like, I already know it. Like, just get to it, right? But I really, really, really want you to think about this because it actually blows my mind about how everything costs so much money and we just don't realize it. Let's think of $3, okay? So $3 is not a lot of money, right? When you go buy a Starbucks drink or a caribou drink or whatever you choose to do with your $3. But if you choose to buy that $3 drink every single day for an entire week, that's $21 that you could have saved up from not spending your money on that one cup of coffee or that something else. On top of $21 in a week, In a month, you spend about $84 or almost $90 just on coffee and getting it for $3. Now you're probably like, well, I can just make coffee at home. I'll like buy all the ingredients and stuff and I'll make it at home for free. So not only you're planning to make it yourself, you still have to go buy the ingredients, which is so much more still. You still have to buy the actual mug that you want, the coffee that you like, the creamer, the extra condiments and syrups, and all those other things that come with whatever you like in your coffee. Now that we know and realize that everything costs money, it makes you wonder, what am I doing with my money? My parents always tell me this, but I really keep it near and dear to my heart because this is something that's so important that everybody should think and have this mindset. When you go shopping and you're thinking about buying that $70 pair of jeans or that 
a $100 shoe or whatever you choose to do with your money. Think about how much time you worked in order to get that amount of money. Let's say you work at a $16 job and you want to buy a $50 pair of shoes. You make about $50 in three hours. I mean, 16 times three is 48. So again, it's about three and a half hours probably. But just think about that. You have put three and a half hours of work into making $50 and now you're just going to go spend that on shoes that, you know, you might not even wear or you might not have for long because you're still growing and stuff like that. I don't want this mindset to consume you because that is not what's important. If you want to spend your money on that $70 pair of jeans, go ahead, spoil yourself. That's fine. You just have to make sure that, you know, is it worth the amount of time that you put into work. I just want you to think about how money is basically everything as a young adult and I really want you to make sure that you're able to achieve the things you want with the money that you have. I'm not judging you for your expenses on what you choose to buy, but I am just wanting to put in perspective of how much money everything actually costs and what that costs you. Topic number two is being alone, which is your independence. I was fresh out of high school and I was able to move onto my college campus, which was super nice, but that is where I struggled with my independence and finding my own identity because I really resonated my identity with my friends that I made in high school. So making new friends and having a new community was super hard and I noticed that my social skills were lacking, which was super crazy to me because in high school I was the social butterfly, I guess you could say. I was always involved, I was also doing other activities outside of school so I was just always busy and interacting with people as much as possible. But when I got to college at the age of 18 and I had to remake all my new friends and rebuild a community, that was super hard because I had to start from ground zero again. I had nobody that really looked like me on campus, like there was not a lot of Asian kids, there was not other kids from different backgrounds as well, it was just predominantly white. I remember the first night that my parents dropped me off and I was so scared. After they left, I actually started crying because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know who to connect with or socialize because nobody looked like me. It was hard to participate in orientation because again, there was not a lot of people that looked like me and my orientation leaders didn't do a very good job at welcoming me in. Although I was very excited to move out of my parents' house into college and start my independence journey, it was super hard as well because this was something that I was always looking forward to, but it wasn't what I actually expected. I relied on my parents so much and my parents gave me a path and supported me 150%, which I love them so much. And I'm so grateful that I have this support system to really push me to do things that I want to do. After relying on my parents for 18 years of my life and then moving out and trying to do things on my own, it was so hard because I always felt like I had to have my parents validate my dreams and experiences because I never made those choices myself. When I mean I never made them myself, they were the ones who guided me there. They didn't pressure me to do anything I didn't want to do, but over time, I relied on them so much to where I always needed them to say yes or no to do the things that, you know, interested me. Aside from that, it was really hard to make friends, as I said before. I struggle with making friends and, like, keeping them as of today as well. 
I have like this fluctuating friend group and I just don't really know where I stand with friends. Comparing myself to who I was back when I was 18 and now as a 21 year old, I was totally different. In high school, I was very friend oriented and you know, I always wanted to be with my friends and not around my family. But then after this pandemic hit, I always just want to be with my family. I don't want to be with anybody else and I don't want to make friends. To clarify what don't make friends anymore, what I mean by that is I put so much time and effort in trying to meet new people and it's so hard when you like tell them something about yourself and then in the end the friendship just kind of like vanishes. I don't really know like how to explain it. I'm pretty sure you guys know what I'm saying though. I'm happy to make new friends again, but I'm just not going to put so much time and effort into it because it really takes a toll on my mental health and it makes me think, you know, what's wrong with me, which is the wrong mindset that I don't want anymore. And so I will do things as willingly as I want to and not pressure myself to do things that make me feel uncomfortable. And when I mean that, I mean not putting and investing my time in things that don't really matter to me right now. I'm very content and happy where my life is right now and like my siblings are my friends and I'm so happy to have them in my life because they're people that are going to be my life forever. Sometimes I wish I did have a group of girlfriends because that would take me away from my family aspect and learn how friendships work. Because apparently my entire life I could never keep friendships and I always thought I was a bad person and nobody could be friends with me and all this negative self-talk. As a 21 year old, I'm learning to be happy and content with not having friends and being alone. Being a 21 year old and being alone and independent is hard, but I really want to push myself to get out of my comfort zone. I tend to feel comfortable with where I'm at, but then it doesn't mean that I'm necessarily happy. And so I want to experience new things by myself. And if I go solo traveling, then I do. And if I don't, then I will try something else. I just hope that I can learn to be comfortable with where I'm at and being alone in this time of where I'm still learning more about myself. Moving on to topic number three, which is responsibilities. And as a 21-year-old, you actually have so many responsibilities now, and it's all up to you. The social norm is after you graduate from high school, you go to college, whether it be associates, bachelors, masters, certificate, diploma, whatever you choose, and then you can go get a job, buy a house, and start a family, and then you'll be happy, but then you'll be working forever. You start to realize that you have so many things to worry about, like rent, utilities, going to school, car insurance, car maintenance, working at a job, and so much more. I feel like school never really tells you these life lessons, and I'm not really sure why, but I feel like we should change the school system so that we learn actual things that will help us in the future. Yes, all those subjects are important in some way, shape, or form, and it'll help you in college, but I also think that they should teach you how to do your taxes, what kind of loans there are, how to save, what's a credit card, and all these other good things in the world that they offer you, but we have to learn it by ourselves, which is what is scary and uncomfortable because sometimes we don't really know what right choices to make. Everybody has different responsibilities and it also depends on what path you're going into, but 
no matter what you do as a young adult and as you get older, you will have so many more responsibilities to worry about and you have to all fit them in somehow. With your responsibilities, you have to be accountable of yourself too or have people who are accountable for you. With all of the responsibilities that I have, I like to keep a planner. I know this doesn't work for everybody else, so do what works best for you. But I like to use a planner because I like to see things physically on a piece of paper and check them off. I try to divvy out the days so that I'm not doing everything on one specific day because I don't think that's very productive as a person who has so many things that they have to deal with. So I like to, again, divvy out the days that I'm doing things and make sure that I get them done in a efficient time. I don't really know what I'm saying. I can't really think of it. But yes, to get things done in a timely manner. There you go. That is what I'm trying to say. As a young adult, I am responsible for learning the things that I want to learn and implement them into my lifestyle. Prioritize and be responsible of the things that you want to do so that you can make the life that you want. Topic number four is the path and choices you didn't take. I would call this the grief period in a young adult's mind because we're always thinking if I did this, things would have been different. But the question that I really want you to ask yourself is, but would things really be different if you did things the way that you wanted to? As you get older, you're always asked these questions. Are you in school? Do you have a significant other? Or are you in a relationship? Where do you work? And a bunch of other questions that have answers that many people may not approve. But who are they to judge your life choices and the paths that you take? As I said before, everybody's paths are different and they're not all supposed to look the same. As a young adult, I am experiencing many regrets and this period more often just because I just feel so lost and it doesn't seem like what I do is working out the way that I want it to. I always have this urge of wanting to cry and break down because I feel the need to grow up and be independent from my parents and family, to graduate college, to get a good paying job, but everything again just seems really far right now and out of reach. As you get older, loss is something that many adults deal with and we just conceal and ignore it because we have so many other responsibilities and things to work towards. This is also kind of like ignoring your mental health and not being able to feel what you feel in the moment. But let me just tell you, it's not healthy. I tend to look back more on my life as a young adult and I don't want to use the word regret, but it makes me sad, confused, and discouraged about how things the way they are right now. You also have to sacrifice a lot for the things you want. This can be your friends, your relationships, um, the job that you want, your sleep, and all those other things that you may need to sacrifice for what can benefit you in the future. We all hear this all the time, but time heals everything. And I agree with this because you tend to look back on your life and you'll see that like all the hardships and all the obstacles you went through made you the person you are today. On top of that, we know that we can't stop time to do the things that we want to do. I know that I want to stop time so that I can cry all the time, but what good is crying because time never stops? I have these things and like these moments where I have crying sessions by myself so I'll be able to feel and cry and scream and you know do all the things I want to do to get out all my emotions but I have a time limit so that I don't exceed that so that I can do other things. 
I feel like this is a good habit, but also a not good habit as well. Because if you just like allot your emotions to a specific time, that's not a very good healthy way to look at it. But I think that is a good way for, you know, just feeling the way you feel so that you can express your emotions in a better way. The last thing that I want to say about this is I think everybody should try something at least once. Because if you don't like it, then you don't like it. But if you've never tried it before and you choose to not do anything about it, then you will never know. And that's what your mind will always be thinking about and you'll always be curious about it. So take those risks to do the things that you want and make you feel uncomfortable so that you can enjoy life to its fullest. Topic number five is milestones. I really dislike this one because everyone has this expectation of what you are to do or achieve at a certain age. In nursing, babies have to be talking after nine months or like we have an estimate of when things are supposed to start happening and everyone believes it. This is like the example before of what I said for graduating high school at 18, attending college and graduate at the age of 20 or 22, get a job at 23, work until you can afford a house at 27 or start a family, and blah 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 blah. I wonder why this is what society says to do, like this is their normal and standard, when there's so many ways to go about your life and to do something about it. I recently texted a friend because it seemed as if I didn't know what I was going to do anymore and I was so discouraged because I was like, I don't know if nursing is for me even though I was in it. They told me that there's not one correct way to do things because in my perspective, I viewed things as if there was only one way to do the right thing because that's all I've ever known my entire life. Like I did things and I completed them and that was it. But having these obstacles and challenges along the way made it really difficult to keep going because I was like, okay, am I lost or do I just not know what I'm doing anymore? I feel like your 20s are supposed to be the time where you're experimenting and trying new things. And right now as a 21 year old, it just seems like I'm really stuck. Like I feel like I need to grow up and have these responsibilities so that I can show my parents that I'm doing fine by myself and that I can provide the things that I want. I mean, I have this idea and perspective in my head because my parents are immigrants and they came over here to have a better life, and so seeing their children struggle is hard for them, and I don't want them to see me struggle, so that's why I feel the need to do the things the right way the first time so that I can improve later on. So if I chose not to become a nurse anymore, it just seems like all my efforts were wasted and this isn't the first time that I've ever felt this way because this is what I've been debating for the past, you know, year and a half. I feel like I keep repeating myself in every single episode, but nursing school is way harder than you think. My friend is also a nursing student and we had about a 45 minute rant session because it's so difficult. You barely have any time to focus on your mental health. If you don't know something in the class, then you already feel like you're behind from everybody else. You have to say no to exciting opportunities. You're always doing so much homework and there's so much stress. The grading skill in nursing school is so different from a regular grading skill because a 78% is a C plus in a regular class, but if it's a nursing school, that's just a flat out C. And on top of that, the questions are so different from a regular exam that you would take in like biology or like your prereqs. Let me give you an example question from a prerequisite class and then a question in nursing school. 
A question from Anatomy and Physiology is, what is the study of how body parts function called? A. Histology, B. Physiology, C. Homeostasis, or D. Metabolism. And then the correct answer is B, which is physiology, which refers to the function. Now let me read you a nursing question, and this one is going to be pretty long, so bear with me. A 78-year-old patient is scheduled for transition to home after treatment for heart disease. The patient's spouse, who has chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, plans to care for the patient at home. The spouse says that their grown children who live nearby will help. The best approach to discharge planning is to A. Arrange nursing home placement for the couple B. Consult the spouse's health care provider about the spouse's ability to care for the patient C. Contact the children to ascertain their commitment to help or D. Discuss community resources with the spouse and offer to make referrals. So now that I've given the examples, you can kind of tell that nursing questions are a little bit more advanced and what you need to know. The correct answer to that nursing question is D. Discuss community resources with the spouse and offer to make referrals. Now some questions are a little bit easier than others where you can spot the answer, but then in instances like this you have to know what COPD is and how that kind of affects the care and what's going on. Aside from the questions and nursing school, I do feel the need to achieve certain milestones at certain ages because of what society tells us. Every day I am reminded that I need to graduate college, get a really good paying job so that I can be financially stable and provide for my parents. As much as I want things to work out at a specific age, they don't always go that way. Just a reminder so it can give you a little bit of hope is that you don't have to do everything in one specific way like how I've been thinking. Go your own way and figure out what you want to do and where you see yourself. Now the last topic I want to talk about is something that I've mentioned and I think about every single episode, but that is mental health. If I were to take a survey and send them to all young adults, I'm pretty sure we all struggle with mental health. Mental health is such a taboo topic in different cultures and in society that we tend to ignore how people feel. Have you ever had those conversations where someone asks you, how are you doing? And their response is, I'm doing okay. What about you? And then you respond, I'm doing okay as well. And then the conversation ends there. These conversations are so overlooked. So next time you should ask, how are you really doing? And have those meaningful conversations to grow in your relationships. Adulthood is always telling you to do this, do that, and this is the right way, but you have all these options and you just don't know which one to choose. Your mental health is so important that it affects how you behave and your physical abilities in the future. I struggled with my mental health in junior and senior year, so with that it was hard to really show my true self and find my identity because I always suppress those kind of feelings so that nobody would know what's going on. There are so many factors that affected my mental health to where I was at a very, very low point in my life and I never want to be there again. When I look back on who I was in high school to where I am today, I cry about it because that was when I struggled the most in my entire life. I'm glad that I was able to overcome those obstacles and challenges, but it's been a hard and long ride, but it's not over yet. 
in my 2021 recap, I talked about how I struggled with my mental health and how I went to counseling at my school, which I was diagnosed with severe anxiety and moderate depression. I noticed that my anxiety started to get really bad when I just didn't want to go anywhere anymore. I didn't want to be around people because I was so nervous all the time. On top of that, my mood has changed so much. Like, I would get periods of times where I would lash out on somebody because I was so stressed. It felt like in nursing school I was going crazy because I just had no idea how to juggle things that I used to know how to do. Nursing school has made me realize that you really need to prioritize the things that are important to you. So if you want to hang out with your friends, make time with your friends, but make sure to stick to that strict schedule so that you are able to function like a normal person. By normal, I mean a very happy person who is okay with taking on as many challenges as possible. I was always in this constant cycle where I would just have to study, 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 like there would be no breaks at all just because I always had to learn the next content to get ahead and to do well on the exams. But then I neglected my family, I neglected my friends, and I didn't take care of my mental health, which is why I was diagnosed with severe anxiety and moderate depression. I'm glad I got the courage to actually go to counseling because the first time I actually did not want to go at all. I was at the counseling office and I didn't want to go in because I was so afraid to be vulnerable to someone that I've never met before. When I got into my counselor's office, they sat me down and they asked me a couple questions, but they also noticed my body language. They asked a couple questions about like, do you feel anxious right now? Are you worried about something? You know, just trying to get to know me more and trying to figure out my emotions and how I'm feeling. I just told them that I was super scared and nervous. I didn't know what to expect and it took a lot of courage to get there. They asked me a lot of questions about how I was feeling, and honestly, I just wanted to cry, and so I did. I just cried because I was so overwhelmed with everything, and nursing school, and the stress was getting to me, and I just didn't know who I was anymore. It felt like I was a complete stranger in my own body because I just didn't know how to socialize anymore. I had trouble sleeping, I had trouble relaxing, my mind was in a thousand places at once, and so all I could think about was nursing school and trying to pass so that I don't disappoint anybody else. My habit from the age of 17 and 18 to a 21 year old right now, I have seen them time and time again. Where I just push my feelings aside and I think I can do it without him, but no, everything needs to work in harmony and that's the way I wasn't doing it. Overall, if you are struggling with your mental health, please go get help. Your mental health is just as important as you are, and this is not for you to feel ashamed of how you feel, but for you to understand what's going on and how to healthily cope with them. I've listed some resources in the description of this episode, so please go check them out and share them with those you love and care about. Everyone's feelings are valid, and no one should have to feel alone in their battle. To end this episode off, I want to share this quote by Kyoko Escamila. I will put it in the description, but it says, In your 20s, your 20s are your selfish years. It's a decade to immerse yourself in every single thing possible. Be selfish with your time in all aspects of you. Tinker with things, travel, explore, love a lot, love a little, and never touch the ground. So if you're a young adult and you're in your 20s, Make sure to go out and do the fun things that you want to do and explore what the world has to offer. 
This is a time for you to grow as an individual and to learn who you are as a person. So make 2022 your year and make this next decade a part of your life that is unforgettable. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Truth About Adulting as a 21-year-old on Unpolished Thoughts. I hope that you learned something from this episode so that you're more knowledgeable and that you can start making your young adult years yours. Please make sure to rate this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever app you are listening to, and I will see you in the next episode. This is your host, Abigail, signing off.